Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I'm the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer in the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Bizignano. Chris, I guess there's a lot to discuss, but first off, looks like the Giants dodged a major bullet, God willing, uh, with the Dory Jackson's ankle injury. It doesn't seem like it's that serious as we had initially yeah. anticipated. Yeah, um, obviously reports coming out of New England at first. It looked like it was going to be pretty bad, but then and now it seems like they dodged a bullet. No question about yeah. it. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, tomorrow we'll find out more. But hopefully it's just a day-to-day thing, Jerry, and he gets back out there because, uh, you know, you don't want to lose – and he's played – you know, he's had an excellent camp. You don't want to lose him, dude, you know, yeah. um, because he does so much for this defense and what Graham wants to do with this defense. And, you know, Jerry, you lose him, say – they dodge a bullet, obviously, but say you would have lost it for an extended period of time or even a season, God forbid, right? Yeah. Now you're looking at, you know, Josh Jackson's on the outside. You're going to have to throw Love back out there. You know, it changes everything, right? Changes all, kid, everything. all kidding aside, who would your choice be on the outside if that should happen? I mean, my choice would be Julian Love. I thought he held, I thought he did fine last year when he played the outside. Yep. No um, but obviously, you know, but they probably made, you know, probably made it the new guy, Jackson. You know, uh, and all that. So, and you got Croson who played uh, the outside, the outside corner for the Texans. He gave them snaps over there. Uh, then you got the, you know, you got Love and and you got you know Madre Harper and stuff like that. So, um, but it looks like you know we're not at that scenario, Jerry. Fortunately, yeah. All right, looks like a door. You know, he went. He was covered. Uh, he was covering a vertical today. He went down, got tangled up. He twisted up the ankle and the whole deal. So, uh, so now. The New England joint scrimmage today, um, the defense did not look that good. Yeah. The rookie, Mac Jones, played really well against them. Yeah. Um, not a good day for the defense, not much pressure. Okay. Uh, it happens. Tomorrow, I'm sure they'll come out. Like last week in the second day against Cleveland, they came out, you know, fired up. You know, uh, after they were a little embarrassed not embarrassed but they got outplayed that first joint Chris, scrimmage what do you, what do you attribute that to is it just because it's practice it's because it's their first day there like why is that but i mean you know we have a lot of expectations and it is only practice i mean alan iverson we're talking about practice but what do you what do you think that's all about dude yeah well you know what joe just inconsistency you know they yeah. got to get the consistency down yeah. you know um and hopefully it comes uh, you know hopefully it comes but you know what, Jerry? Am I am I really worried about the defense? You know, about I know they got outplayed a little bit today, and it is a joint. You know, nobody's hitting and all. Am I really worried about the defense? No. Yeah. Am I worried about the offense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all are. You know, Daniel had another up and down day. I mean, this is what times. How many times did I report camp? Hey, it was an up and down day. Yeah. Right. Every 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 day so far, other than the eleven on eleven one day. Very good memory. For one practice, right? Right. That's a very yeah. good memory, dude. You got a much better memory than me, man. <laughs> Except for one practice, right, Jerry? Yep. Where I said the off Logan Ryan was pissed off. That's the, that was the same day as the fight. That was the fact. fight day, yep. Because I remember Logan Ryan says, yeah, the, the offense really got us today, you know? Yeah. Um, other than that, you know, I, I mean, that's what I've been reporting. Up and down. Yeah. Okay, some good throws. He had a bad interception today. The other day against the Browns. And joint Greg Newsom, the rookie, picked him off. He didn't see what this – he didn't say – which Newsom was in, um, you know, so up and down, same old Jerry. So now look, you know, of course, no Saquon. We know that. No Galladay yet. Tony, no Tony. Uh, how much he's going to give them out of the gate, I don't know. But Galladay will. 
Well, Chris, at this point, I mean, not to be a downer, but how much is Galladay going to give him out of the gate? Like, I yeah, don't know, man. Right. I, I, I'm concerned right. that you know, I, I, we didn't want Barkley anywhere near the field. So that's, that is what it is. But, you know, Galladay, it's receiver quarterback. They got to have chemistry. And yeah. that's getting frustrating now, man. That's all. Yeah, no, Jerry, look, you know, his hamstring, like we look, when, when he, when he strained that hamstring, what do we say? Those things are tricky. It could be weeks. Yeah. And guess it's been weeks. Yeah. And he's not going to be back to maybe next week and they start preparing for Denver, right? Yep. And then, yeah. and then when he comes back, like you said, Jerry, what's the chemistry going to be like? You know? Who knows? Who knows? It might be a slow process out of the gate with those two, right? Yeah. Saquon, Judge, now, now Saquon's ramping it up. He wasn't there to, to reason uh, why he wasn't there today. He'll be back at practice. He's going to have the yeah, he's ramping it up more and more. But then Judge comes out today and he's like, "Yeah, we want to see Barkley get hit." Well, what does that mean? He's not playing Sunday, you know that, you know. Right, right. So what exactly does that mean? You want to see him get hit? I mean, the only time he's going to get hit, you want to see him get hit in practice and leading up the Denver game. Well, I, I didn't quite get what Judge was going with that. I, you know, he's kind of like leaving it out there. I mean, the only time he's going to get hit is against Denver, right? He's not, yeah, I don't know where I don't know what it means. I mean, unless, and, Jerry, unless unless we are totally completely surprised and he plays a few snaps Sunday against New England, you know? Yeah. But I don't quite get what that meant with Judge. You know, I, well, how did you interpret that, man? I was like, to me, it's like, well, well, he's not gonna get hit to Denver, but he, but he uh, wants either, him to get hit before Denver. How did I interpret it? The judge is either lying or it means that he's gonna, like you said, get a couple snaps Sunday. Other than that, I don't know what the hell that means. And I can't see that either, Jerry. I mean, no. but who knows? You know, look, we'll see. I mean, I would be surprised if Saquon's out there. But hey, he'll be ramped up tonight. Friday practice back at MetLife. Maybe he'll give him the ball a few times Sunday. I don't see it, but he yeah. says he wants him to get. He wants him to have some contact, Jerry, before the Denver game. Yeah. He doesn't want to just throw him out there, you know. So we'll see. Yeah, what I was that confused. Means. I was confused by that. Um, well, obviously, we had a preseason game as well last Sunday, which was weird watching the Giants on a Sunday in August, which was kind of, I kind of liked it. Kind of got me back into the feel of it. And now we have um, another Sunday coming up. And, you know, unfortunately, Chris, like the only thing we can go by for the starting offense are these practices, right? Aside from the injuries that we have, where you're not seeing the stars, um, the only thing we can really go by are these practices because we haven't seen this starting offense really yeah. um, in preseason. But one guy who is shining, and we keep talking about it. And I think now it's a matter of just a formality. Uh, Giants have something here with David Sills, dude. And, and you said it last year. You said this kid is, is, is playing well. And then I know they mm-hmm. had the intra-squad scrimmage, and he didn't play that well. Talk about memory. That's what I remember from it. And then he got, a foot, got the foot injury. But he is really making the most of his playing time, dude. And I really hope. I, I think they're going to keep him now. I mean, he's an exciting yeah. player, man. And you know what, Jerry? I expect him to get some snaps with the one. Now, look, Sunday, according to Judd, they're going to play the starters, right? right. Jones is going to play a half, maybe yeah. even more. Probably not, but he maybe even more. The starters on defense, the starters on offense and all that, um, they're going to get a lot of snaps, okay? Yeah. Um, now, there's going to be no Galladay, no Tony. So, Sills, I'm sure you're going to see him worked in with the ones, Jerry, the yeah. first half against New England. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure Bill up there in Fox play his ones, you know, give them some snaps. Um, so secondary, yeah, I really would like to see him play well. You know, Jerry, if he plays plays with the ones Sunday night, and he does some things again, 
once, it's yeah. over. It's he's on the fifty-three. Yeah, yeah. No, no practice squad. No. Now a lot no, of people no. want to know. Well, Chris, you know, if he's on the fifty, receive him. Well, John Ross has been out with the hamstring. IR. He's been out. Can they IR him on a one-year deal? That, Can you IR him on a one-year deal? He gets paid. Yeah, yeah he's he, got I mean, a... you know. Yeah. You know, so John Ross has got the hamstring. I don't think you'll see that though, Jerry. I don't okay. think you'll see that. You know, if if there comes, you know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Um, CJ Boyd is a guy they love. Yeah, they do. They love CJ Boyd, dude. He plays special teams. He can return and, kicks. And to be punts. honest, dude, I like I like CJ Boyd. He's a gamer. He, he does some good things when he plays. Right, Jerry, as a receiver. Yeah. Yep. Ah, Judge Garrett, they love the kid, man. Yeah. You know. Um. So is it going to be him? Right. I, I, Right now, if you ask me, is CJ Boyd going to get cut, Chris? I go, no, no way. No, you know, no, I don't think so either. So, who's the other receivers? Who am I missing? Ross has got the hamstring; he hasn't been around. They're the, they make seven because the top four, well, top four: <clears throat> Galladay, Slayton, Shepard, Tony. Right, that's four. Then you got those three guys. So they're going to keep seven, or they're going to pup one of them. They're going to do something like that. They might start off <clears throat> on the on the pup or something. I you know some kind of technical IR, some kind of technicality, yeah. right? For eight weeks. So, yeah, anyway. one of them might go on the IR, right? You could get him back yeah. after uh, the eight weeks, right? Whatever six, yeah. whatever the hell is six games, eight weeks, whatever, whatever the hell it is. is. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you might see that, but I, I, Jerry, if Sills plays well Sunday night, there's no way you could keep him off the fifty-three. I'm sorry, he's a, he's another yeah. big target. Yeah. You know, yeah. for that red zone. Now, positives today, Jerry. The fighting Irish, Kyle Rudolph, off the pup, and he's starting to practice. Yeah, thank um, God. So he's going to be ramped up for the Denver game. Yeah, we just um, needed we just needed some good news from the injury list. That's all. So right, um, they are now down to one guy on the pup list, and, and you know what, Jerry, and it kills me. I really wanted to see. Yeah, Robinson, you know, the cornerback. Yep. So yeah, going to be on the IR after September first. He'll be out for the year. But getting back to Rudolph, he was cutting pretty good last week in Cleveland. He practiced today. They're ramping him up, and they're looking to get him on schedule for the Denver game. <clears throat> As we know, they'll now be facing Teddy Bridgewater. Big Fangio announced that today. Um, so Evan Ingram, he had a pretty good practice today. I, I'm, so, <laughs> I'm sorry, Jerry, but I'm just telling you like it is. Every, everybody just everybody who who's jogging to this just tripped. <laughs> Or whatever they're doing. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, someone just wandered off into the into the street, and got plastered by a car, you know. So, the woods. Kane's, hey, he's playing well. Jim. He's a he's yeah. a he's a real good blocker, dude. You know, Kane yeah. Smith, Ingram, Rudolph. He's a good in line blocker. So, by the way, dude, shame he's... about Rice. Shame about Rice and John. Yeah, you know what, Jerry? How many times I put it out there? He's an intriguing kid. You know, yeah. he's intriguing. You, you see him run those seams now. Here's the issue with him, Jerry, is that he's 227 pounds. Can't block. He can't, can't block. block. No. All right? Um, but you know what? They put him on IR. Jerry, we'll see him next year in camp. Yeah. We'll see how he does. You know, They have him for another year. Yeah. Um, you know, Monte Hardridge, Hardridge he's released. Yeah. Um, there's so, who else was put on the IR? I'm sorry. With uh, John... Um, Ah, I'm sorry. I'm drawing a blank. No, but, no, um, I'm I'm drawing a blank too. That it's it's not that it's irrelevant. It's just that, you know, the, the names that they mentioned so far are ones we expected. Down to eighty. Um, yeah. after New England, 
by Tuesday, four o'clock. They those are the big ones. That yeah, um, that's where they'll be at. But you know what? For the people who want to see the starters, you're going to see them Sunday night against New England. You know, um, so hopefully Daniel plays well. Yeah, but but Jerry, did you see those stats? I mean, he's like a different quarterback. Cole Hickettini. Sorry, I wanted to look. Oh, at I'm sorry, that. the tight end. Thank you, Cole Hickettini. Yeah. Yes, who actually, did some, and then, who actually did and some then, good things for them. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you said that, and then uh, Carson Tinker's contract was terminated. Right. And right. Quincy Wilson. Um, went to Wilson, IR. I'm sorry. He was the one who went on IR. He went to IR, yes. Right. Sorry. Quincy yes. was released at an injury, I think, settlement or whatever it was. Yes. And, and, and Quincy and Wilson. Officially, and officially Clayton Thorson was released. Uh, yes. Due to an injury yeah. settlement. So. Um, so, hey, look, Quincy Wilson, he got hurt. They're going to keep him another year, Jerry. Uh, he. Yeah. It was pretty funny because... <laughs> Quincy Wilson made me look real good, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday morning, I put out there, hey, this guy's quietly having a good camp, you know? And yep. he goes out, gets the interception against the Browns, and then unfortunately, boom, down he goes, you know? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was pretty intriguing, Quincy Wilson, because he's, he's been a corner his whole career, moved into safety this year, and he actually played pretty well for them, you know? And then, but now we'll see him next year, dude. So, so one of the things, I, I think you put the tweet about, Darnay Holmes, right? That he's struggling. Yeah. And this, okay. So think about it, right? We draft Aaron Robinson. Everyone says, what the hell did you draft Aaron Robinson for? We have mm-hmm. corners coming out of our ass, right? All right. Then Adoree Jackson has gives us a scare today. Darnay Holmes is struggling. What the hell did you pick with Darius Williams for? Well, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, this is why. Right? So one of the concerns aside from Darnay Holmes mm-hmm. struggling is, Dory Jackson goes down, like we said, Julian Love probably fills that spot. But you really, especially after last year, I mean, you know, I was frustrated with the lack of offensive linemen drafted. Again, mm-hmm. I, I feel like they should have at least taken one. But man, you really can never have enough corners, dude. And Rodarius, mm-hmm. Rodarius Williams, all of a sudden, is kind of just thrust into a much more important role now. It just, you know, yeah, and he's getting look, he's getting the snaps in preseason, right? Yeah, and this kid's a competitor, man. You yeah. know, this kid gives it to you, brother. You know, yeah. he's a competitor. Um, now look, this is a very movable. I, I like to say a movable defense that Graham has. What I mean by that is that yeah. guys are moving all over the damn place. Sure, it could be it could be love one snap. It mm-hmm. could be the next playing that slot. This is what Graham does. You know, he's going to move yeah. guys all the set. Are going to be a Dory and James. Everybody else is going to be moving all over the damn place, you know? Yeah. So, and Logan, Ryan, another guy that'll be, but he'll be in a slot and all that. But look, look, I mentioned Donnie Holmes because he did some good things as a rookie. No question about it. I like his physicality, Jerry. Yep. Did some good things in coverage at times. No question about it. Of course, the, the big thing is he didn't give up a touchdown. You know, you can look into that, you know, whatever. But, but Jerry, you know, look, I, I had to put it out there today because he struggled today against New England, and he's been getting beat a lot in camp. Yeah. He's been getting beat a lot, you know. Yeah. He's he's having a hard time covering, you know, out of the slot, man. So we'll see how that works out for them. Uh, the kid's got, you know, look, the kid flashed at times last year, and, he, and, and he's a hard-nosed kid, and we'll see. But we'll see if his struggles continue, He will he play – you know, how many snaps does he get? Guys who could cover that slot, you know, um, they they love Julian Love, pun intended. They love Julian Love. Everybody they love the way, Julian how love, versatile buddy. he is, Jerry, you know? Yeah, yeah. And all that. So, um, 
defense. No, of course not. You know, listen, even good you know, Julie, dude, you know who Julian Love is? Julian Love is Andy Hedden. For you younger guys, Andy Hedden was like the fifth or sixth linebacker on that ridiculous linebacking crew in the 80s, and he just couldn't get in there. Julian Love, for whatever reason, you know, we love him. It seems like the most fans love him, but, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's going to work his way around. He'll, he'll get his snaps during the game, no question yeah. about it. And obviously, if somebody, you know, he'll be, you know, he'll be up, you know. Um, yeah. He, he showed, you know, I thought he did it in the last few games of the year when he played the outside. Yeah. I think it's Dallas. Um, so he's a versatile dude, and he's a good guy to have in that secondary. I mean, he'll give you slot. He'll give you outside. He'll give you safety, you know. Yeah. And, and that's going to be important. So, Jerry, one other guy i like to mention, um, the X-Man. Um, Which one? Now, he, I was against the twos and threes of Cleveland, but he played well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, no, no, Jerry. Oh, Zimit is. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, the X-Man Zimit is. Right? McKinney, I'm just going to call McKinney. The X-Men. Yeah, okay. All right. Sorry. Oh, Shane Zimenez. Now he played against the twos and threes. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But he played against Cleveland. Did a lot of good things. A lot of pressures. He got a sack. Mm-hmm. Now his issue, once again, reared its ugly head Sunday. And that's issue sealing the edge and against that's, the run. And that's the one reason I thought they'd bring Kyler Fackrell back because he was so much better at that. I was that was a little I was concerned right. about that. Right. So you know, it happened in the first few series. Yep. Um, but but he's there to get to the quarterback. He did some good things. Don't forget he's coming back from the shoulder injury. Um, mm-hmm. so you know, you hate to say the X factor because everybody calls him X Man, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Even his teammates call him X Man, the coaches call him X Man. And you hate to say, well, is he an X factor? But he really is, Jerry. Yeah. I mean, you know, if this kid gives you six, six sacks, seven, yeah. oh, he gets a lot of pressures, you know. Him, he's going to rotate over there. You know, they, they, they like Aziz. Aziz has got a little bit of a nagging injury going on. It slowed up his process a little bit. They expect him back tomorrow. And he's flashed. Aziz has flashed in the snaps and in practices at times, you know. Mm-hmm. X-Men has his issues against the run, sealing the edge, all that. But Jerry, you know, this kid could give you some pressures off that edge, dude. Yeah, he gave you some sacks. It's gonna be you. Factor, <laughs> the X yeah, man right, right, right. is the X factor out there, right. you know. Right. And then you got the young kid in Aziz, you know, who's gonna do his thing. So, uh, I like to see that with X. I hope X plays well. He's gonna get his snaps Sunday night. Um, you know, I hope it's against Trent Brown and Isaiah Wynn of New England. I like to see right. how he will match up. In- uh, if you could get them, maybe get them a few times, you have a few pressures and all that, that would make the Giants feel a whole lot better about their pass rush. You know, yes, to Joe Judge, they're not concerned about the pass rush, dude. They're not sitting hmm. there going, oh, how are we going to get to the quarterback? Interesting. Gonna... That's a, that's interesting you say that. Yeah, the fan base is. I, and yeah. understandably so because we don't have a legit edge 12 sack guy, right? Right. I know Leo gave us three, 11 and a half last year yeah. as an end, you know, as yeah. you know, and all that as a three technique, five technique, all that crap. He gave us 11 and a half, and that was great. But you know, you don't have that pure edge guy. Fans are like, well, yeah. this coaching staff is not that concerned about that, Jerry. They feel they have enough from the X. They, they think X is going to do his thing. Leo, the kid Aziz, you know, they think they, they, they go, and then and then you got slot blitzes. You got it. 
And Jay, let's not forget this our boy from Minnesota, right? Carter A Gap. Oh, Coffee. another guy you gotta get excited about, man. Okay. I go I call him Carter A. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Graham loves to shoot. Yeah. And, yeah. and and why not? You see what he I see what he does in practices with A gaps. And you saw it against the Browns the other day, right? Yeah. He's tough to handle, dude. Yeah. What's, what's, what's know, funny tough. is, Chris, I thought he was going to be the guy that may emerge on the edge, like a like a almost like a wild card or a dark horse. And right. now they have him in the middle. They kind of put him all over the place, but they've been having the middle, like you said, yeah. shooting the A guy. He's got three sacks in the preseason. And, I'm and excited Jerry, about this kid. And Jerry, like the like I said, the mobile defense at a grand. You'll see Carter on the edge, Jerry. You know, yeah. you're going to see him on the inside. They love this dude. They love the versatility. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what he is. He could give it the edge. And and Jerry, you know, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm smoking too much weed or maybe I'm uh, maybe, maybe I'm getting marijuana cookies I don't know about, but he looks damn good on the inside, brother. He really does. I mean, am I seeing illusions? Am I freaking, you know, somebody slipping me freaking marijuana brownies? Or am I, I, I looking at having the same I mean, brownies as you then, buddy, cuz he looks he looks really good. He looks good on the inside. He's made the transition pretty smooth, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's a good sign, bro. And I, I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming either. Uh, that's that was out of nowhere. Somebody asked that question early on, and we were like, "Oh, in the middle?" No, nah, I don't think so. So credit to the that I forget who asked, and they said, yeah. "Could you see Carter Coughlin playing next to Blake Martinez?" So somebody do something. Um, but I, I I regret that I can't think of the, the person who tweeted. Um, even Cam right, Brown so, gets snaps on the inside. Go ahead. Say that again. Even Cam Brown is getting snaps on the inside. By the way, that, dude, that's what, what Graham does. What a, great spe- what a great special teams player! Oh my I god! I mean, Cam Brown is turning to. I mean, you know, he's turning to a special special teams player, right? Jerry? Right, he's he really ass off on special teams, man. He really yeah. does. Another guy that's easy to root for. Another nice find. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the coaches aren't concerned about the the edge, Chris. I'm going to ask you. No, no, they're concern? not concerned about the. Pre- they're not concerned the about Sorry. getting Sorry. to the quarterback Sorry. and the pressures. No, okay. it's not like. They- oh man, how are we going to get right. to the quarterback? You know, they're not. So my. My question is, do you think they're getting concerned about the offensive line yet? No. Okay. Nope. They're concerned about the depth, though, Jerry. Don't let them fool you. That they are okay. concerned about. Yeah, uh, interesting. They're concerned about the depth. Why wouldn't it be, Jerry? I mean, right. you know, judges are going to tell us that. You know, judges not going to – he's not going to say that. You know, everything's going to be great. Kenny is great. Everything's great. You know, but look, Jerry, you got to be a blind man not to be concerned about the depth, right? If right. one of these guys go down – now, Nate Solder's been banged up with a shoulder. He's supposed to be coming soon. He'll be ramped up a little bit more. But, dude, you know, it, it we're not going to keep hard. It's a concern no, the offensive line. The depth is a yeah. good thing. Yeah. And you know what, Jerry? Sunday's going to be a nice little test, dude. The ones are going to be in there. New England's got a pretty good defense. We'll see what happens. And it's right the first out of the game, game. I'm really going to – I looked forward to week one, but then once it started, you're like, oh, nobody's playing. And then week two – other than the fact that it was on a Sunday, like, well, I know this, it's going to be the same old story. It's going to be, I'm going to be watching, you know, some guys on defense and some guys to shine like the sills of the world on offense. But, hmm. um, but this week it should yeah. be more exciting with the start with more stuff. Get excited this week. You yeah. Should, week, Jerry, because yeah. you're going to see a lot of starters. You're going to see Daniel. Yeah. You're going to see all these guys, you know, uh, going at a pretty good New England. So get, this is actually a game to get excited about. You know what it is, Jerry? That first game is because you know we haven't had football in a while, so you go, oh, I can't wait to see right. it. You know, exactly. you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like that. I want to see some football, right? Yep. And then the second game, you know, I mean, let's face it, we like watching the kids, but it was times, right? We know that. we like watching the young guys. We want to see the, but this game now, it's the last preseason game, but it's like the third preseason game of the years right. past. Exactly. Where the starters are going to play, play you half. know, um, 
and then we'll see where we're at. And they're going to have two full weeks to prepare for the Broncos and Teddy Bridgewater and all that. And, uh, you know, when the bell rings, we'll see where we're at, bud. How do you feel about that Bridgewater overlock? I don't like it as far as I wanted to see lock. So did I. I thought Graham would. Um, <laughs> I know. Teddy Bridgewater is an experienced. I know. You know, he had a good uh, year on the show. You know, he played well on the Sherman in Minnesota. Yeah. You know? Um, and he's an experience, you know, he's seen it all Bridgewater and I think it's going to be more of a challenge and lock. I really do, man. I swear to God, Chris, if Pat, if Pat Shermer comes in, gets creative and lights us up, I quit. Well, <laughs> oh, man. look, Jay, they have weapons out there, brother. I know. They got the, you know, they got that rookie running back, Javante, where they really high on, they got Jerry, Melvin Judy. Gordon and Judy and. Kenny oh. Hamler, that speedster. We'll get into him, obviously, as, as we get close yeah, to the game. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Sherman's got a couple of rookies out there. Now, we'll see how Bridgewater play. He was like, he was so Carolina, Jerry. You know, yeah. so, so. Um, but he's experienced. You're not right. going to really. That's what, that's the way I was thinking, dude. It's like, you know, Locke has got some talent. Same. But he'll throw yeah. to the wrong jersey, Locke. You know? Not that right. Bridgewater. The Bridgewater's seen everything. So, you know, the veteran, um, the veteran kind of scares you a little bit. But we'll see. I agree. <coughs> I agree. When I heard it was Bridgewater, I was like, oh, come on. Give me Locke. That doesn't oh, say much for Locke. No, it pick, really right? doesn't. It does yeah, he's, on a, he, he's no lock to be with Denver for the next year. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> Ironic name. Um, what else? I, tell you, we, uh, I, I guess we could mention yeah. something. You know, our, our old coach, Tom Koff. Yeah, right. His family and his yeah. wife, you know, he came out and Basically, the world yesterday about you know uh, about what's what he's going through with his wife and married fifty something years, I believe, Jerry. Right? Yeah. Um, his wife supposedly is an absolute ace of a woman. Yeah. And she's fighting a, I guess, an advanced form of Parkinson's is medical term for it now. And I'm just not smart enough to even remember that medical term. Yeah. But it's Same. advanced form of Parkinson's, and and it's not good. I thought to with Tom Coughlin and his family and Chris. And we all know that's his son-in-law and and his daughter and the grandkids and all that, dude. You know, so thought I want to get that um, in before, just in case we forgot, Jerry. No, no, it's it, it's a, a classy move by you. Um, you know, to watch someone deteriorate like that, it's got to be brutal. I mean, it is brutal. brutal. You know, I'm sure we've all yep. instances of that, but to watch kind of makes you remember football is just a game, right, Jerry? That's right. That's right. And uh, you said it made me laugh because you said she's a saint of a woman. I mean, come on, to, to put up with Tom Coughlin. You yeah. know? <laughs> Which he admitted numerous he times, have, right? <laughs> could not have been. He, when he was done uh, between Jackson, I remember the there was a football life for Tom Coughlin. Between Jacksonville and the Giants, he was uh, home for a house. Yeah, she goes, I wasn't quite ready for him to be home yet. So good stuff. Um, yeah, prayers are with the Coughlin family. All right, buddy. Uh, before we get to questions, a word from our sponsor, Manscaped.com. Hang on, guys. Attention, Giant Insider podcast listeners and buffoons all the way from Australia to the swamps of Jersey. Guys, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have the solution for you with their fourth generation and brand new lawnmower 4.0. Kick those pubes to Philly, Washington, or Dallas. Just get them the hell out of East Rutherford with the Performance Package 4.0. Join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for Giant Sundays by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20, F-A-N-S-I-D-E-D-2-0. 
Inside this package, you'll find their Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which I even use on my bald head, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all your gear. This fourth generation trimmer also features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The Lawnmower 4.0 has a 7,000 RPM motor, a new multifunction on-off switch, can engage a travel lock, and it is even waterproof. The Lawnmower 4.0 also has a 4000K LED spotlight that you can turn on and off when needed for a more precise shave throughout your cover two defense. The Weed Whacker is also waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Are you kidding me? This nose and, and ear and hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those oh-so-delicate places. Don't forget to use the Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and their Crop Reviver to help your special teams be on their A-game. Manscaped even threw in two free gifts to their Performance Package 4.0, the Manscaped Boxers and the Shed Travel Bag. Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean cover three, your balls will thank you. And we're back. Uh, anything else, Chris, that you want to cover? Um, no, tomorrow is the second day joint practice. Mm-hmm. We'll get some more work in. Um, that Joe Judge was the only guy to make plays today. Uh, they had a little scrum. Belichick jumped in there with Judge. Belichick made his team run, hit the, his, his unit run. Judge made the yeah. Giants' unit run. Yeah. And there's a hill. There's a hill at the play that Bill Belichick makes his plays run up like a combat type army type thing. You the hill. The Giants did it today. They, it was fun. It was exhausting, but fun. Fun things that I, I just I just laugh when there was a narrative out there that Joe Judge created the idea of running laps. Yeah, right. Right. Tough practices. I mean, Belichick's been doing this for years. Right. <laughs> He's right. got guys running up hills for years. I mean, you know, uh, Belichick, they had a fight. He wasn't happy. He jumped in, made his guys run immediately. This, like Logan Ryan said, you know, if it's wondering about judge, I mean, Logan Ryan used to do it all the time in New England, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, he, uh, like the narrative that's trying to get out there, a judge is a taskmaster and he makes guys run. He's not the only coach to do it. That Belichick guy's pretty good, and he's been doing it for a long time, man. Right. Good call. All right, dude. Let's jump into it. Uh, I want to say his name. He, he kind of asked the question that you covered already, but I want to get his name right because I got it, I've been getting it wrong. Rob Kosis, not Rob Kosis. You both. I know. I know you're saying it right because he texted me and he gave it frenetically. He spelled it. For he texted. Oh, well, you guys are like text. personal I'm sorry. friends. No, message, but direct message. I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I thought I was. I thought I was like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" Yeah, we talk. Well, Jeremy's all these guys out text me. Oh, number of people. <laughs> all these guys text me. We talk about you. Um, <laughs> no, I thought maybe you were giving yourself one out to people. I was like, "Whoa." You both have mentioned your concerns on the edge, but with the depth and talent in the secondary, shouldn't that create more covered sacks? The only reason I'm bringing this up, other than to say your name right, is it's such a good point, and it's kind of to what Chris kind of alludes to maybe what Chris said before, in that you know they're not concerned with the sacks; they'll come 
And a lot of it could be also because outside of today where supposedly Mac Jones just sliced and diced them, um, a lot of a lot of sacks could be covered sacks. So hashtag commute cast. Kyle Johnson chimes in and he didn't bring up the Yankees, Chris. I'm shocked. I'm surprised. Kyle's at gloating. I mean, come on, Kyle, if you're not going to do it today. Uh, this is he's hilarious. Sam Beal may have something against Gettleman that they're they're afraid to release him. The kid <laughs> sucks. Wow. Also, what week until the Giant fans are screaming, trade Ingram? Yeah, look, everybody keeps asking about Sam Beal. It's pretty simple, I think. He's healthy, and it's the secondary, right? Like, they're not going to – he wasn't going to be one of the top first five cuts. He was also drafted in the supplemental pick draft. But he's, he's healthy, right, Chris? I mean, you're just going to keep yeah. him around healthy until yeah. – you're going to, yeah, right. You're going to keep him around until you make your decision on the secondary, no? Everybody's wondering about him. Just check him out against the Browns the other day. Missed tackle. Oh, my God. Judge a leap. He oh, interception. so bad. Uh, you know, he just doesn't look very good, man. You know, um, and I don't think he makes the 53, man. I know Gettleman wants to string this out as long as he could because he was a third supplement pick. About him, I mean, if he makes a fifty-three, then what, what's going on here? You know what I mean? Yeah, you're just yeah. Because uh, uh, look, it's not me. I've been against Sam Beal. Actually, right. I liked Sam a couple of years ago to lock up. He was actually a pretty cool dude. Yeah. But you see, I see him in camp. He's had yeah. some moments, but you saw him the other day, dude. He's missing tackles, right? right. Come on, man. He just doesn't look that the, good. The misleap was terrible. Yeah. I, I mean, had no idea where this guy was. Doesn't look that good, you know? Yeah. Plus, number 34 for a corner. Uh, I know you're not big on that stuff, Chris, but as soon as he changes number from 23 to 34, I'm like, oh, that's terrible. Grant Haley, Elvis <laughs> Patterson. No, that's bad decision, Sam. <laughs> anyway, um, Joey Z, is it safe to say there are now three guarantees in life, death taxes and Joe Judge wearing a hoodie in both 100 degree heat and 20 degrees below zero? Chris, can you ask him what that's about? Yeah, like today was insane. I mean, you saw him with a hoodie on. He I always mean, has a hoodie. Yeah. Drenched. <laughs> Dude, yeah. what are you trying to lose weight? Water weight? Like, holy cow, man. Yeah, that, that's his, oh my that's his God. gear. I see it every day. He, he loves that sweatshirt with the hoodie. Insane. Uh, let's see. Tony Thomas chiming in. Tony Thomas now answering our, uh, answering our uh, questions a lot of times, right? Someone will ask a question, then Tony Thomas responds. So good stuff, buddy. If you guys were around when Perkins and Parcells brought the Giants back, yes, Chris uh, for the former, me for both of us for Parcells, do you see a resemblance in what Judge is doing? My own feel is it takes years for a team to turn around, not a season or two. Thanks for all your great work. Yeah, I mean, the similarities are, are there, right? We always say, like, the difference with Judge and Parcells in the first year is Parcells seemed to, from everything you've read and understand, he wasn't himself. He wasn't coaching as him as Bill Parcells, not till 84 when he turned over the roster and said, we're going to do things my way. So I think yeah. judge is actually a little ahead of where Parcells was in his coaching progression. Yeah. Judge is going to do it his, his way from day one. Yeah. You know, and I thought that was great the way judge addressed the media this week when asking about going back to new England and he, you know, Joe, totally like, this isn't a memory tree. You know, we're not going down. I'm worried about the giants and the giants only. You know, right, right, I'm not right, concerned right. about New England. I'm not seeing people, but I'm only I'm here for the Giants. This is my organization. I'm I'm here to get this team ready for the season. I'm not here to chat with Belichick and look at the 
trophies. Wow, I used to be here. You know, no, he was like, no, I'm a giant, brother. You know, nice. I'm nice. here to get ready. You know, that's the way. And he's not bullshit, Jerry. That's the way he is. You know. Yeah, that's that. That's what you want. Uh, Craig at H O E F underscore C. You need one catch to win the game from any Giants offensive player in the last 20 years. Who are you going with? For Jerry, it's definitely Ingram. I mean, 20 years. Ingram. He's being funny. Oh. 30 or 40 years, I'd say probably. I'd say probably say Bavaro. Um, but one, one catch. I mean, it's hard. You know, you'd say Plax. You say next, but it's really hard to not go with David Tyree because he actually did it. Um, I mean, I don't know, guys. That's that's a tough one. I I guess, gun to my head, Plaxico Burrs. Yeah. So, uh, Richie Wood at Richie underscore W O O well W zero zero G. Greetings from Dublin, Ireland. Nice. A question for Chris between Slayton and Sills. Who has impressed you the big, most? Uh, big big U two territory. Band that you hate. Uh, yes, that's right. Between <laughs> between Slayton and Sills. Who has impressed you the most during training camp? Just seems that Slayton has been quiet, but as you say, that can be a good thing. Well, no, I I, I said he had, he had a quiet start to the camp, but he's really come on now, Derek. Yeah, come on. Um, so, what's the question? I'm sorry, Jerry. Who's impressed you more, Sills or Slayton? Well, I mean, it's got to be Sills, but you know, but yeah. in the end, one it's going to be Slayton. I, I like the way Darius has come on. He's had a few drops, but he's made a he's done a lot of good things the last two weeks. Ray Kinsella, dad, you want to have a catch <laughs> since the Giants have their first round. By the way, that thing the Yankees did, they like you said, that was done right. That field of dreams game. Oh, that was incredible. I mean, if you don't watch Field of Dreams and cry when, when he says, Dad, you want to have a catch? Can I ask you something, Jared? You're dead inside. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, what's what's more of a baseball movie? Better baseball, Field of Dreams, or for the love of the game? Did you watch for the love of the game? I did see it with uh, Kevin Costner and uh, what's her name, uh, uh, John Travolta's ex. Yes, John Travolta's one. Kelly Preston. I I, I just I it, like I, people it's always gotta, ask usually natural or field of dreams. I always go field, field of dreams. dreams. I go field of dreams. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I see people out there. Oh, it wasn't even Costner's best baseball. Was love no, the game. I, in fact, I would say the natural is a better movie than. Oh my love, god! For the love of the game, it's like corny. Like, oh my yeah. god! Give me a break. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Bull Doom was a better baseball movie than for yeah, the yeah, game, yeah. No? Now, Field of Dreams is my favorite, um, yeah. for a number of reasons, but like, you know, I mean, you know, when Rudy gets the sack and dad, you want to have a catch, I mean, come on, and Jimmy saying, I'll make it in Hoosiers, you know, chills every time those three scenes come on, right? Anyway, uh, love of the game, wow, okay. I haven't it's heard that one in a long time. Look, it was it was. You threw me off because I thought like, does Chris like for love of the game? <laughs> I mean, it was just like a little bit too much with the love story, man. The baseball. I mean, come on. Even the natural gets boring for me with the Kim Basinger, and then he goes in yeah. a slump. Yeah. It's like, oh, come on. All right. Anyway, uh, GB at GJ one two two eight eight. First timer here. Oh, sorry. You already we already covered this, buddy. I just I'll read your name because uh, you're a first timer. Sorry, pal. Uh, Texas G-Men, who are the bottom four NFC teams going to be this season, Chris? The bottom four? Who are you not impressed with in the NFC? Um, I think Atlanta. Um, who in the NFC? Yeah, boy. (laughs) There it is. Say it when you know it. (laughs) Uh, Bears. My cousin Vinny. Shout it out when you know the answer. Bears. (laughs) Yeah. 
And who am I missing in the NFC South? Who am I missing? In the NFC uh, West? Carolina. No, I think Carolina's going to be better. Oh, Donald, I don't know. But I don't know. Those three right there, I can't think. Who's the NFC West that I'm missing? Arizona, Seattle, Rams? No. Rams, Oof. 49ers. Uh, oh, yeah. No, no, 49ers. I think the 49ers are going to be They're going to be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Oh, the Lions, Jerry. Oh, there you go. Right. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think they're going to be bad? I don't think they're I don't. I think they need cap crap and Jared Goff. By the system. way, by the way, a little inside story for you. Hung out yeah. with a kid because he's a cousin of a cousin, if that makes sense. He's related on the other side okay. who was, is very good friends with Jared Goff. And Jared Goff says that uh, John McVay's, uh, Sean McVay is a uh, um, full of shit. <laughs> As a human being, he's just yeah. There you go. Okay, thought that was interesting. Well, I guess when he traded, of course he's going to say that because he was traded. But I just I don't like Sean McVay, so I was happy to hear that. Oh, you don't like Sean McVay? Okay, no, I don't. I didn't know that. I didn't know. No, I mean Sean McVay when he beat the crap out of the Giants in what 2017 made the comment. Oh, you know they fired my grandfather. Your grandfather was the coach of the Miracle the Meadowlands. What do you want him to do? Extend him ten years? Give me a yeah. break, jerk. Yeah. Not a fan, Chris. He's lucky his grandfather made it out of the stadium that day, dude. Yeah, like, oh, the Giants were so in the wrong for firing him. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Ray Hanley's grandson's going to coach and be pissed too? <laughs> Can't stand these guys. All right. <laughs> Buffoon Blue, if you could trade B.J. Hill. You know, for a Browns backup offensive lineman, would you do it? I'm afraid to criticize BJ Hill because there's a few BJ Hill like like fanboys out there who go at us for criticizing BJ Hill. But would I trade him for? I guess it depends on what backup lineman you're talking about. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I have no idea. Would I trade him? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I mean, do you have an answer for that one, Chris? I'll take. Um, uh, you know what? If the Browns wanted to throw Chris Hubbard out, well, I, I would consider that. <clears throat> Tim at Tim my B three one six. What happened to the big trust woo woo introduction? Most important question of the week. I can't shower constant accolades on Chris. His head will be too big for the podcast, guys. I mean, I have to save those for you know later <laughs> in the season. That's all. So that's all. I'll go back to it if you want. That's like a that's like a season thing. <laughs> yeah, right. right? Just Giants win. <laughs> Giants have to be winning, and I'm in a good mood. So that's when we change up the uh, the podcast music. Uh, <laughs> True Eye, I can't even pronounce this. Name two winners and two losers of the preseason so far for the Giants, Chris. Well, obviously, winners has to be Sills, has to be one of them. Sills, and I would say uh, maybe even Border Coughlin, right? Uh, um, and even your boy Evan. You know, he's, he's a big winner at his camp so he far. I hate to winner. tell you. But <laughs> he is. And loser, Sam Beal, you know, he, yeah. he got a shot to impress. Um, yeah. He's not really doing that. And another loser? Oof. Probably uh, the, the whole backup offensive line depth guys. <laughs> really showing much, yeah. You don't really feel yeah, that's a good one. too confident if somebody like Kenny Wiggins had to play 65 snaps. That's a good one. Um... Mads Storgard, 
which rookie has made the best or which rookies have made the best impression so far this camp, Chris? Go Giants, hashtag buffoon crew. Which rookies? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Rodarius Williams? Yeah, right. Good you one. Know? The guys, a couple guys have been IR. Tony obviously hasn't been out there. So, you know, you know who's, you know who's flashed a little bit, Jerry? Who, who uh, is an undrafted free agent, Raymond Johnson? My next question, you, you, you tweeted about him the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's weird seeing number 90, 91 do anything and not name just a little bit. Yeah. He yeah. hasn't been bad. You know, yeah. hasn't been bad. Um, I'm trying to think of the rookies uh, that have flashed a little bit. So yeah, yeah, I would, I would say that it's called somebody, you know, I kind of like Gary Brightwell the other day, you know, the other day out of the backfield. I think this is a kid has the more work he gets, the more yeah, you're you going like to him. like him, you know? So ZAB, your question uh chris already named it raymond johnson but thanks for chiming in but appreciate the question austin wang bailey with kyle rudolph now activated how long do you think it will take for him to see the field in the regular season chris oh i think he's gonna be ramped up for the first game yeah i do yeah i think you'll see him against denver yes barring no setbacks love this question chris no longer we'll go a few more chris no longer in st pete uh, in the past, team has had lots of strong leaders, maybe not the most vocal, but we're essential locker room guys. We all know Logan mm -hmm. Ryan, but who are mm -hmm. the other guys taking that role on both sides of the ball this year? So who's on, name another leader on defense and then one, one or two on offense. Well, you know what? You'd be surprised, but Daniel's a little bit of a leader. You, know, you wouldn't know it, but Daniel and Sa when Saquon comes back and he's playing, he'll be the leader, you know? Yeah. Uh, Shep is a leader. He's yeah. actually stepped into – if one guy I would have to say right now on offense, it would probably be Shep yeah. and Jones, you know, and then when Sake back, he'll be the leader, you know. And on defense is Logan, you know, and Peppers Pep leads like to his play, you know. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, he's a fiery guy, and he's a leader. Like, you know, he's kind of he, – you know, he's got that where you follow me type of leadership, you know. Right. With Logan – not only is he a good player, Logan, but he's like a philosopher out there. You know, like, this right, is why right, we're right. going to do this. And this yep. is why this is going to happen. And, this, you know, and yeah. he's that type of guy, you know. <laughs> so that's, you know, one guy will run through a brick wall and follow me as, you know, we're going to go out there and kill somebody. That's Pep. Right. And then you got Logan, who's the intellectual. I'm not saying that Peppers is it, but. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Peppers is, or uh, Logan Ryan's like a philosopher almost. Um, Mark Bon Jovi, this one, he cracks me up, this, this question. It's just not even a question. It's just the rant. He just rants at us. <laughs> Can you imagine the narrative on Eli if it were him instead of Russell Wilson who threw that game-ending game interception to Malcolm Butler? Seems Wilson gets a pass. It's either Pete Carroll's fault or Butler made a great play. If it were Eli, he'd be shipped out of the United States. Mark, I, I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Great question, sort of. Great statement. But yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> Got that off your chest, huh, buddy? Nice job. Um, all right, we'll go two more. Adriana Ayafola. No, she asked the. Uh, <laughs> she's asked about the hoodie as well. Um, here we go. Good question. Fubar at head P S A I K O. Training camp is almost over. How many times have the Cowboys won the Super Bowl this summer? Seriously though, do you think there's a chance Glennon is dumped and we go with Lewerke if he performs well again this weekend? 
if Dimes goes down, we're screwed anyway, he's saying. No, I don't think No chance. No. He looked better than I thought he would, though, Sunday. I didn't. I wasn't disgusted yeah. with his. Yeah, he did some good things, no doubt. But playing over Glennon as a backup. But like, it was funny. I was. I was just happy that I wasn't disgusted with his performance. Mm. Uh, let's try to go one more good one. Here we go, Nico Reisen. Nico Reisen, once again from Switzerland. Have you seen some designed runs for DJ during camp? Where would you set the over under for DJ yeah. rushing yards this year? Thanks, guys. Hashtag buffoon. <laughs> Well, you saw some today against New England, too, a lot of zone reads. You're going to see it during the season. No question. Over and under. I say rushes uh, about 350 yards. How does that sound? Uh, 497. There you go. 497. Where'd you go with that? No. No, no. I just I saw it in my head. Not 495. Not 500. 497. Got it. 497. Over, under. There you go. Oh. Good job, buddy. Excellent as always. So next right. week we'll be previewing, right? We're, we're, we're pre next week is. We'll preview. Is... We'll, we'll summary summarize the new England game. Yeah. We'll talk about the end of camp and then the following week. Yeah. Right. L- Labor we Day preview open yeah. game. Yes. Yes. You know what? Maybe next week we'll, I don't want to put you on the spot. Maybe we'll do the call-ins next week or something. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Tweet at us. If you guys want the call-ins tweet at us. We'll put, maybe we'll put it on Twitter. That's not a bad idea, Jerry. Yeah. Good stuff. We'll, we'll do like a we'll, we'll summarize camp, the New England game, and call-ins from training camp, the New England from people. What do you think? That sounds good, right? Love it. Awesome. All right, guys. To order a subscription to the Giant Insider, which prints Sunday, go to www.thegiantinsider.com. Go to magster.com for a digital subscription. M a g z t e r. Download the Giant Insider app from the App Store. Good job, buddy. All right, guys. Remember, Sundays are Giant days. Take care, everyone. Bye, bye, everybody. <laughs>